Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Routes, the program where we gather every day at this time. Well, we do it Monday through Friday anyway. And what we do when we gather is continue to address the issues between food producers and food consumers. Today's another beef day. It's county county fair show beef day. But unlike last week, we'll go the entire journey, not quit halfway through the process. Andrew Henderson from the UKJ Truett. From the other UK, Missouri. One of the bright spots of my week occurred this week as a result of a local county fair and a little boy that uh, his mom and dad said he couldn't show us deer this year. He was still too young, but he uh, he wanted to do something, so he showed some rabbits oh, yeah. uh, at the county fair, and they brought twelve hundred dollars piece oh, at the auction. My goodness! So I, congrats. Hey. Congrats, that's, Sawyer. That's, that's better than a steer any day. Oh, no kidding. That's what I told him. I said, if I could get $1,200 a piece for rabbits, I would never buy another cow. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> what county is Sawyer in? He is, it was in the, the uh, Cedar, Ca- Cedar uh, County. Uh, Cedar County show. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's where his 4-H is. I think he lives on one side of the Vernon-Cedar County line. It's all kind of intermingled through here, right? Yeah. But interesting you bring that up, Jay, because uh, loose tales yesterday. My interview was with Larry Rowert, who judged the rabbits and the chickens. There you go, and a tortoise <laughs> and the dogs and the cats at the Sherman County oh, Fair on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> no, that tortoise thing sounds like there's like a lot of future in that because right, <laughs> they'd be a yearling for like twenty five years. <laughs> Three kids later, three kids later. (laughs) Still showing the same grand champion tortoise. (laughs) Well, they could could make it it even more interesting. They could have a, 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 like, a a, a tortoise race that starts every decade. Yeah, exactly right. We've done, we we, we used to do that every year on Wednesday. We would have tortoise races at the fair. Kids would all get a turtle and have a race. Yeah, our local, our local little community, we were all about the frog hopping competition. That's what we did. Frog hop. Well, we used toads, but we had toads. Was it a French one, Was yours? Was your uh, frog hopping competition a French one then? Is no, because they were well, single leg or something? No, we were we were the new people, so we didn't know it. We brought our own Frenchman, and then come to find out, it was actually frogs and toads. And then, so what the heck, right? We brought this guy all the way over from France to. Never mind, though. Anyway. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. You always oh, try to get rid of a Frenchman in hillbilly country, though. That is harder than you think. You can't, you can't, you can't sell them. They're not worth a dime in this part of the world. Uh, well, uh, we're there's... still eating American fries at our local restaurant. You, <laughs> <laughs> you had a different uh, thought process, and you couldn't get rid of it. You can get rid of anything in Ozark country. I'm well, yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, we were trying to stay above ground, right? <laughs> and so it, it's uh, it's so much harder when you can't just uh, uh, do a do a Copeland thing, and that's only something that people in northern Missouri would understand. But there you go. This um, uh, this uh, this particular show is getting to sound more mainstream 
Uh, by yeah, it kind of is, right? You know? Yeah. Let's talk I, nonsense for an hour. Let's talk complete I, nonsense I, for an hour. Everybody else is doing it, so why don't we get into it's it? It's only four uh, minutes and ten seconds. It's not an hour. But listen, uh-huh. this whole county, this whole county fair thing, right? I think is is seriously one of the. Uh, uh, it, I know in my life, it's one of the seminal events that occurred in my life. Right was getting to go to the fair and to show and to win and to lose. Yeah, to to do both. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah, we, we I, think, out at, I think that, right? I think that county shows worldwide are a must for people learning things. They they yeah. are. Um, and I'm it, not surprised. I'm surprised that George Soros and uh, the people at Davos haven't tried to completely outlaw or outlaw them because I'm sure. So with all those people congregating at the same place, it's a fire risk, for, if nothing else, which is definitely right. caused by climate change. See, so let's you, get rid of the county show. You just, you just still don't yeah. get it, Andrew. George Soros and Bill Gates have no control at the county level. We control the world. We just give it away. Yeah, I'm afraid you're wrong, Trent. No, I'm not Because in Europe, they I'm do. No, wrong. you are. In in Europe, they don't. The counties have no. That's the way that European Union has been structured, so that all of the decision making has been taken away from the local counties. I'm afraid that has already happened here. It's happened in America too. You just don't want to admit it because you just keep complaining that people don't know their rights, but they don't. So you have a problem, Houston. Yeah. Well, I would I would agree with the last half of your statement, right, and I the fact too. that. People don't know their rights, and so they no. assume they're they assume they're powerless. And yep. we're, I mean, I live in a small community that is kind of going through this right now, where they've they've kind of just begin to start realizing that some of the local leadership may have not had everyone's best interest at heart, right? And there were a bunch of yep. personal agendas that were being driven. And it takes a, it takes it takes a little while. Right. Sometimes for that to actually show up. And but finally, when it does. Oh, listen, you don't have to ask for anybody to be anything. All you have to ask for is for people to demand transparency and to follow the law. Yeah. It's it's really simple. It's this thing is not rocket but I, science. I, I think it's I don't think it's quite as simple as that, because if you've got a and I'll give you an example, a sheriff that's been driven into power by nefarious people that are behind him in terms of sponsoring their um, their election, etc. They can get elected and then do the opposite of what they tell people they're going to do. And, and and if they're a sheriff, they're in a pretty good, safe position to be able to yeah, do that, trans- aren't they? Again, though, trans- again, transparency kind of starts solving that over a period of time. It, it's at, mm-hmm. at some point, and it doesn't happen overnight, right? People expect there to be like this instantaneous change. We're a we're a culture that uh, wants the microwave to be faster, right? Yeah, and, true. And so we're all looking for this instantaneous change, and that is just not the way government systems function. Not any of them, honestly. Not not going back no, anywhere in history that you can no, track you've, them. You've been very. You, to be fair to you, you have been extremely. Jay, you've been extremely correct on how slow justice seems to be in America. I, I, yeah. I've now worked out that you're a hundred percent accurate on that. But it even goes 
to this to the lens where it may well be because money is so tied to your judicial system that um the most crooked people could get away with the most crooked crimes in America now because of how money's got involved in it. But for example, look at the two tier system that we're seeing play out on a daily basis. Look at the president's son, how much he's involved in influence peddling abroad with his dad, all documented far, far greater than whether Donald Trump had an affair with a woman in some sometime in the 1990s. Yet yeah, that's straight into court, but this has never got, this doesn't need, there's been no legal track on any of this at all. And, and, and yet, the whole of America and, and now the rest of the world is finding out the truth behind all this. Yeah, but so, for, for, so the only thing I can say is, listen, for the Trump supporters that are still out there uh, in America, um, if you get 13 more indictments, Trump will be nominated by acclamation because <laughs> uh, every time Absolutely. every time there is an indictment, uh, his his. His poll numbers go up about two and a half points per indictment. Don't fall prey to the script that has been scripted from day one. It's all about indictments. There will be no prosecution whatsoever. Uh, Well, and even, uh, you know, even if they are, they were to go to trial by the time you end up, the whole thing will be so watered down that some judge, almost any judge, even a, a far left winger that would love to have his name on Trump's tombstone, um, is going to, they're going to get thrown out. That's back though. That's, that's almost precisely the point that I was trying to make about transparency. The best thing that happens in this whole process is that finally, right. We are, uh, 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 and I talked about this at a different time, right. But it was literally for all of us who have suspected that there was something bizarre going on with the FBI. And this goes back all the way to predating, the range wars yep. out west, right? Uh, when yep. we we were having those battles here, now that's several years ago, and 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 everybody it's kept saying, "Hey, there's something there's something that's not quite right here." Well, the transparency yeah. I'm is beginning to, to show people transparency when we come back after the first break. I want to remind you that we're going to celebrate the culture of all resource providers, and the location will be Denver, Colorado, in January 2024. The National Western We'll do what we've been doing here at Roll Route, connect food producers to food consumers. Full details about the history, the culture of the National Western, and how you need to be a part of what is taking place in January 2024 at nationalwestern.com. We're back with more Roll Route. Jay Truett, Andrew Henderson, after this. Welcome back. Roll route. Trent Luce alongside Jay Truett, Andrew Henderson coming to us from the UK. Well, Jay's in Missouri. I'm I'm kind of uh, just want to go on about this transparency. I'm I'm with um, Jay on this. I like the fact that we've been slow walked through to the truth here. Uh, I think that it's very obvious that to make people understand what's been happening with your um, with your justice system, you need to go through this period where people realize how corrupt it's actually been. So I think this is a good, even if it is a movie, it's a good thing because when it comes to pedophilia and the things that have been happening behind the scenes with child trafficking and, and everything that's being exposed here, I'm all for it because I can understand why it almost has to be like a kiddies education uh, episode 
to make people understand what's really gone on here. Because to be quite honest with you, without it being done in the way it's been done, I don't think people would 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 suddenly uh, allow the penny to drop in their minds because the mass psychosis that we've had with this pandemic and the things that have then uh, happened as a result of this pandemic or plandemic uh, has been extraordinary. People have believed stuff I never thought they would ever believe. Look at uh, Biden telling everybody: if you get the jab, you'll you'll never get you'll you'll never get COVID. And people right. have ignored the fact that he went on worldwide TV and said that. And I well, think and so did we, Donald Trump and continues to. So there's no credence. Donald that. Trump never once did that. You show me still one says clip that. of him doing that. You and, talk and, and furthermore, Hunter, there is nothing he we never, know now. Whoa, 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 go back to it. You show me a clip of Donald Trump ever saying what you've just said. You are fake news, Trent. No, you I'm not. Send me one, everybody, one everybody knows he still says it. that. No, he has never said that. Send me one clip of him saying that. Okay, I'll get it what to you tomorrow. What he says is, what, what, all he says is, I believed, I believed that Operation Warp Speed was right. I, I accept people's right to decide whether they can have the jab or not. But I believed it was right. He doesn't say what you just said. Yeah, he believed that it was Biden right to said, kill people by fast-tracking this through no, with un- unprecedented relevance. Has the jab. You can't go over what you said. Biden said that anybody that has the jab won't get COVID. Donald Trump never said that. And that's what you said he said. He never said that. You lied. on No, your no I didn't. Code. I'll find it for you. But you didn't. He in never addition, said that people that get the jab will not get COVID. He never said it. You just said he did. Period. In addition, there is nothing we know about Hunter Biden today that we didn't know before the election in 2020. Not one thing. Hogwash. Not one thing. Only you, me. No, that's not true either. Because at the time, and I'm going to say this, I, I saw everything that was on that laptop. But what I didn't know that never came out before was that some of these videos are of him with eight year old children. That never came out. Yeah. Well, it it, it it was that was part of the part of the leak. I I actually remember having long conversations with people about that at that point, and people would just go, "No, that's that's really not true. That can't be true, et cetera, et cetera." But people had seen those videos and released the fact yes. that they existed. Well, we hadn't seen them. You're right about that part. They they weren't and, and also, made available at that time to people. As well, yeah. But also, Jay, at that time, 51 ex-FBI and CIA agents went national and said that the whole it's laptop fake. On, on, on was fake. Now, yeah. that also happened uh, around this time. Nobody in the media corrected that, not even the, the, the uh, Republican side, not even McCarthy or anything to do with senators. Not one Republican said that it wasn't they, they weren't gaslighting the public. And that's what's changed. What's changed is that the fact the fact is that it's now been verified to be true. Well, we knew Rudy, what was on it. So Rudy, Rudy was, Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani, yeah, yeah, in the infamous press conference where his hair color uh, bled down the side of his face. Right. Yeah. And yep. I think he he ended up being the one that uh, even though uh, because he's now sued the FBI and yes. all of the people that signed that. Um, that letter basically calling him a liar. Yeah, um, he got. He got, by the way, he got indicted for that. Just right, let he me did. Know that he got right. indicted yeah. for it. 
Indicted right. means so, nothing. That's true. Well, uh, that just means it, it is true. But in America, charges were drafted on a piece of paper, right? But maybe awesome. not in even America, presented. It sort of doesn't because when you're indicted, it gives them an opportunity, believe it or not, Trent, to actually show it that they're arresting people for a so-called crime. That's what your media does. When people get indicted, they all get the media there and they want their moment in the, this guy has done something wrong and he's going to be indicted. I mean, that's what happens. The purple thing, right. I I lived through that. I got indicted and the media was all about, look what this guy did. It it was all fabricated. But that's why I'm trying to say to you that this Hunter Biden laptop, at the time of your election last in 2020, the whole of the media told all of the people in America that this was a Russian disinformation campaign. They told them yeah, clearly. I don't that care what the media true. told the people. I care that the judicial system does their job, keeps the checks and balances in place that the founding fathers had and put forth to make sure we never got into this position. It's not about but the media. No, it's about but justice. You said we all knew about this. We did. At the last Every election. single but thing. That came out, including the payments to the Biden family. I watched a video of a guy in the Ukraine talk about the money they'd paid to Bidens prior to 2020. Well, actually, to be fair to you, it's far more than that. That just one allegation that we yeah, now know. Absolutely. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is though, the difference is, Trent, that at that time the media didn't accept it was true. What's changed is now the media have had to accept it's true. That's what's changed. And that now means that the people that you said needed to know this stuff in 2020, why are they surprised? Because I'll tell you why they were surprised, because they were told in 2020 that none of this was true. That's why they're surprised. Now you've you've actually gone too far over, because not all of the media will even admit that this is true yet. Oh, right. They still call call it a hoax, right? I mean, of our mainstream media, if the, and I, I purposefully take about an hour and a half out of my week every week and watch the mainstream uh, yes. media Sunday shows, right? And yes. that just this last Sunday, right, there's still more deniers uh, over the fact that Hunter ever did anything in Ukraine. I mean, some of them can almost <laughs> not even admit that he was working for Burisma. And so, um, even though now the Burisma well, guy you know called that, uh, him stupider than a dog. Yeah, he did. So, I, I, well, okay. I saw, I, I'm sure, well, I don't know whether Trent's seen this, but I saw the interview with McCar- McCarthy last night. McCarthy clearly stated to the American people that there's now three whistleblowers of, and they have now um, corroborated evidence to show that there were no less than 22 occasions when Joe and uh, his son were involved in negotiating these bribe payments on telephone lines. So that yeah. that came out last night. I didn't know yeah. that, by the way, in 2020, because it's not just this one phone call in Ukraine that, uh, that um, has been mentioned by Trent. We're now looking at Romania, China, Ukraine, Russia, I mean, by the way, isn't it funny how none of these bribes ever went to governments like the UK, Ireland? Um, isn't it always funny how it's your major adversaries that are paying this money to uh, this family? I think that's extraordinary. Imagine that. Well, I don't well, even know what I to think, say about that. But here's how it but works. I, but I, here's... I do think that I think that's quite interesting because wouldn't you think that if Joe Biden was 
or whoever's running Joe Biden, and I don't believe it is Joe Biden, I don't think any of us do, but wouldn't you think it would be much easier if you wanted favours to get it from your your um, your your allies rather than your adver- adversaries? No. No, it makes perfect no. sense that it comes from our adversaries. The adversaries are the ones that want to create division and make us crumble, not our not our allies. Okay, but wouldn't you think that if you wanted support over something that you and you wanted some favor for, say, a trade deal in the UK or a trade deal with Ireland or Germany or whatever, wouldn't you think there would be some money that it would be a clever way of getting support from some of your uh, colleagues in in Europe to do the same thing to them? That, that's all I'm thinking. Yeah, well, I'm, I still can't get my mind around the whole thing. But I will tell you this, that all those other issues should have come out once we knew what we knew in 2020 the proper investigation by law enforcement would have uncovered yeah. everything else that we know now that's how that's how any us citizen who has been arrested what? and in the investigation takes place and then there's a trial that's how it's supposed to work well the, well there is i think you hit on a point here i think that the, the reason it's taking so long is because there's only a very small percentage of your media that's actually it has nothing to do with media it has to do with government we got to take another break and we can only have this discussion you can only have running water thanks to reliable (laughs) energy sources and we're in this case talking about the 800 year supply of lignite coal that we have left continuing to convert this resource into the reliable affordable supply of electricity just look at what's going on in this electric grid. That's another area where people truly need to have the light turned on because life is powered by coal. We'll take a break. We'll be back with the second half. We're all route. Jay Truett, Andrew Henderson, Trent Loose. More after this. Welcome back. We're all route. Trent Loose alongside Andrew Henderson and Jay Truett checking in. Jay, you were were you digging during the break? I was digging. So I I've been kind of laughing about this whole thing with the the spat between Texas uh, Governor Abbott and the Biden administration over whether or not they could put the floating perimeter uh, wall out in the river, right? And uh, what the what the media reports all through this is right. There's these all these serious allegations and the et cetera, et cetera. Well, I looked up where they said that they were the basis for the the suit against Texas. And it happens to be the Rivers and Harbors Appropriation Act of 1899, which which is the oldest federal environmental law still on the books in the United States. It was the kind of our first one. The funny thing about it is, so people that uh, I know it's starting to, kind of get leaked out and and Abbott has used the used this term in his defense uh that he is protecting Texas sovereignty and Texas is a republic which was never actually formally uh and finally voted into the republic and so there's still oh. like there still is like a, a a gap in our admission and it's the reason that um some of the uh power lines, et cetera, don't cross borders and we have a separate grid and blah, blah, blah um, in Texas, but which is 
still legally my home, I guess. So, um, well, with wait, that well, said, well, though, let me stop you for a second because you have ERCOT, <laughs> a, a separate grid, but it's still tied to Southwest Power Pool. Everybody tells me, well, Texas has got its yeah. own grid. Well, wait a minute. When Texas d- couldn't generate enough electricity, I had to do a rolling brownout up up the Great Plains because Texas doesn't have its yeah, own yeah. grid. They were still relying right. on us when yeah. they need us. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. No, but we but can't. True. We can't. I, I, even I know that. You can transmit it in, but we can't transmit it out. Oh. <laughs> so, hey, Sorry. Hey, wait a minute. Can I just show you? Can I just no, show you? No, wait, wait, wait. Give me, give me. Give me just one okay, on. one one second here to kind of complete the rest of the picture. Here's the funniest part about it, right? And so people will argue forever, and I think that Governor Abbott probably used the word sovereignty just so that he could confuse the subject matter. But more importantly is the violation that they've actually been charged with is to fill, alter the course, condition, or capacity of any port, harbor, or channel, or dam or uh, to do anything short of damming um, a, a navigable stream of the United States that might be used for navigation and commerce, right? Well, for all of yeah. us who fought the battles later on, the Act of 1899 still names those things just a basic misdemeanor. So all of this is about a, a, a just a simple... I mean, literally a simple misdemeanor. It's a parking ticket kind of a lawsuit. And the dog and pony show. It's it's a dog and pony show from day one. And I think that's why the Abbott team was so quick to say, sure, we'll see you in court. Uh, I'll bring I'll put some money in my front pocket to pay the settlement. Mm -hmm. Right. And we'll just pay the twenty five dollar a day fine but until you can't stand it anymore whatever Jay, that turns he, out to be uh, i'm really tired of people in this case it's governor abbott talking about we're going to maintain our sovereignty until you stop taking payments from the federal government nobody's sovereign no state yeah, is sovereign no, no tribe well, is sovereign yeah i i would agree i would agree with that act absolutely i do think though that abbott um has done maybe the best job in this whole scenario of just taking that. the bull by the horn yeah, well. and saying, hey, listen, we <laughs> also have our own responsibility to our own people. And if you look at the Department of the Texas Department of Justice um, website, it's really easy. Just do a search of uh, criminal activity by illegal person mm-hmm. and um, you, you will you will find their statistics. They're the only state that's really tracking it. And can really uh, come in and testify as to the damages of thousands and thousands and thousands of women being raped. Thousands. My good. Tens well, of hey, thousands this, this, in some cases. Have you had your minute yet? Have you finished your minute yet? Yeah, yeah, I'm done. My minute's yeah. up. Okay. It's not okay, like you're so, shorted on talking time, Andrew. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know, I know that, and I, and I, I no. was waiting for that comeback. I'm done. I was waiting though. for that comeback I'm done. as well. But I just wanted to ask. I was actually going to ask a question that um, has come to light through you. Are you were you talking about the um, uh, them trying to to build the border between Mexico and uh, Texas in some water? Is that what you were referring to? Yes, sir. Okay. 
So I'm asking you a question because I remember Trent saying to me very recently when he was getting it all involved in this uh, uh, derailment on that uh, on that river. The I think it was the Yellowstone River. I might, yes. I might be wrong. I think it was Correct. the Yellowstone River. It is. And and Trent made made the point that the real difficulty with all this is that state law doesn't apply to waterways. Navigable waters. Have... Jay used the word navigable. Navigable is the key okay. term. Navigable is the key word. So does that mean that the federal government can't say they've got control over the water then if it's navigable? Is that what you're saying? Yes. The feds, the, for, for a good number of years, right? This, is, this was the initial act that used that term. Um, that really wasn't a term in law in the so United what? States so, prior to that. The term navigable water. So who wins? Nav- so who wins? I could. So who, who actually does control that water then? Do Texas control it or do, or do the, or do the Army uh, Corps of Engineers the and the Bureau of Land Management? Yeah, in the in this particular case, it would be the United States Army Corps of Engineers because it's not federal land on the shore. If there are federal land on the shore, it would could could be somebody from the from the Interior Department, BLM, Park well, Service. Et cetera, well, remember et Jay when the Red River moved and the Bureau of Land Management yeah. came in and took land away from Texas family that had had it for 150 years. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was the Bureau and, of Land Management uh, that did that. Yeah, yeah, that was BLM. You're right. Uh, but the but the river the the river itself and to the shoreline is technically the responsibility of the United States Army of Corps of Engineers in mm-hmm. almost every circumstance. In this case, the U.S. Coast Guard would also have some authority inside there, and the Department of Transportation would would uh, would probably will also come to the table in in the lawsuit. Those would be all the agencies that that probably will. Will end up testifying and have experts in their own legal opinions and briefs. But uh, my point here is, is that let's just be honest. Literally, the words of the act read: "This act makes it a misdemeanor to do yeah. any of the following things." And so wow. we're not even really uh, now. It does make it illegal to, the, and you step into the criminal category if you dam a navigable stream or you. Um, uh, you do other things to alter the ability of the river to flow. That's not what what happened at all. Mm-hmm. The river is flowing right underneath that floating barricade every single day. Has there, um, Jay, has there ever been a beaver indicted for causing a disruption in navigable waters? It'd be yeah, it'd be interesting <laughs> to look it up. And you know what? Who you'd have to go get that guy. Uh, out of California that went to prison that was doing the whole porn star case right here a few years back. <laughs> and maybe he's looked at that before to figure yeah. out uh, uh, what So happened. one thing I wanted to get in there in this segment while you're bringing this up, and it's now become a burr under my saddle. You know, I talked to then Governor Pete Ricketts when he sent 32 National Guard, which I believe was state troopers, actually, to Texas to help. And about the same time that I was down there, they just didn't go to the same place in Texas that I went. I went to Eagle Pass. I went to Del Rio and Eagle Pass. And now Governor Pillen has sent another group, I believe, of 12 to the border. And we have spent Nebraska taxpayer money, $600,000. Iowa has done a similar thing. Texas allocated like 
two million dollars or two billion dollars or something billion for, uh, yeah two billion dollars for other states to be compensated for coming to help them protect the borders of the United States and no state has asked for a reimbursement i I don't even understand what's going on with that wow wow yeah i i'm not I'm not wow. for sure i could I could explain that either. It would, it seems to only make sense that they should be reimbursed if they sent people down. Texas understood the yeah. cost that, that they were going to incur and they allocated the funds to do that. It's been, the, the funds were allocated by the state legislature. Right. Uh, not initially. The, initially there was a little battle over it, but Texas has a, has a, a flush balanced budget. And so those funds have, have already been cubby hold off to do that. I, you know, I, so let me say this though. I will say this. The, the, uh, the reality of the situation on the border though is that several other states are experiencing, uh, the same kind of thing that Texas is, um, from a cost standpoint. Um, they just don't talk about it and they don't really identify it and segregate it out. Uh, so that people can can identify it. I'm not aware of any state except Texas that is tracking uh, the number of crimes committed by citizens, mm-hmm. legal citizens of the United States and citizens of Texas versus people that are here illegally. And and it's sad, right? California mm-hmm. should be doing this. It would Absolutely. it would probably Arizona clear up a too. lot of stuff. Arizona yeah. should be New Mexico for sure. Um, and New Mexico just has very offer, little border that crosses. I mean, people don't yeah, recognize but, that. There's right, not much New Mexico I, border. No, it's it's kind of hard to do it. But th- this is my point, though. I would also argue that I bet Nebraska should be tracking those numbers. Yeah. Trent. Oh, I I'm, I right? concur 100%. Because people, people don't stop when they get to the Red River. I mean, there may be no. a number of crimes committed in the, in Texas, but they're on their way going to somewhere else. And Texas has a lot of jobs, and the economy is doesn't booming, but it's you, not the only booming economy. But doesn't that tell you that the reason why these people aren't being tracked in this way is because the legal system in many areas of the United States has been compromised, as it has in the UK, where yeah. uh, somehow gov- local governments have been instructed not to record this data. I mean, that... that that's what's happening here. Yeah, well, that, um, just again, end, local yeah. government cannot take marching orders from federal government. It's against the Constitution and against the, what the citizens need of that county. So, we need to take a break. Certified Piedmontese creating the opportunity to have a tender beef supply delivered directly to your door. It's as simple as going to certifiedpiedmontese.com. And the other thing that you know is that 100% of this beef comes from Great Plains Cattlemen. Check out the Certified Piedmontese Smokehouse. These products are incredible. We're back with more Roll Route. Last segment after this. Welcome back. Roll Route, Trent Luce alongside Jay Truitt in Missouri and still trying to claim that he's a Texas citizen I don't even know if he's a citizen. If he's from Texas, they're not, they're a republic. They're not officially yeah. part of the United States. So that would not make him a citizen. He's like a state oh. national, a state national, which would be better. Yeah. I think we're, well, and again, I realize 
I, I don't want uh, people to call in and start sending you emails explaining to you how Texas is not a separate sovereign entity. Um, but the, there's a bunch of groups that have this academic discussion in a never-ending way in the state of Texas, right? And it is over what actually happened in, in the very final vote when the Supreme Court made a ruling um, um, about uh, how Texas left the Union and joined um, the, the secession movement, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then how they came back made it even more complicated. And so it, it, we had never really squared things away. Texas kind of left before they were fully in. And and so there's this gray, gray zone. I, I don't even say that because it's a reasonable legal argument. I think Abbott did it purely as a, as a distraction, uh, literally as a distraction. I, I, I bring it up because I think it's time every state starting talking about this. I agree. So I do agree. About their own independence, about their own independence, or about their origins? Just what? Why? No, our our own independence, right? Because we are a republic. Yeah. We're not a democracy. We've never been a democracy, okay. and we've we've. No, no, I understand that. I, I just wanted yeah. to make. The, but the other thing is, I think you'll get a lot more emails. How how many places do you call home? My, I have a Texas driver's license. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What about Missouri? I thought Missouri was. Pretty I have a home. home wasn't I it? have a home in Missouri. Yes. Okay. He's squatting at his folks' so, place. Well, okay. I'm actually, I'm actually <laughs> at another, another, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm here. I spend a lot of. He sounds like, he sounds like uh, an illegal. Actually, I have a no, driver's license in. in um, he does. He sounds like some illegal um, immigrant. I have a driving license in Texas. So I pay, I pay, I pay, I pay taxes in Texas. And, uh, um, that is my company is in Texas. My wife lives full time in Texas. Uh, I'm here to take care of my folks who are, my father is a 93 year old, uh, guy who is uh, suffering from dementia. So so that's why I'm here. And you, do you vote? Do you vote in Texas? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I think we're getting there. So Missouri is just a bit of a, a, a ruse then. You're not really from Missouri, are you? Uh, I was not, well, I lived in Missouri a good number of years in my life. I was born in Texas and I'll die in Texas. So, uh, but I love okay. Puerto Rico during the, the, um, 11 months out of the year, if that makes it more complicated for you. <laughs> and I'm thinking about living in Italy part of the summer. Why yeah, on earth I'm would you want to live in little... Italy any part of the year? Oh, no. There's, listen. Oh, there's parts of Italy that are just beautiful. I don't want to. I don't want to be a citizen, and I don't want to stay there forever. But there's parts of Italy that are as pretty as uh, anything, any nature-driven place on earth. So I think we'll probably spend some time there. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. I, you, you, I know you've really got me going there. Italy, yeah. I'm assuming, is some place that's been named after a country in Europe, in Puerto Rico. Is that is that what where Italy is? Uh, no, I uh, listen. My son-in-law is an Italian. All right. And so the other half of that family, we have a lot of family connections back to that those people at this point, and uh, we all oh. like each other, right? We love each other, so it's a it's a good thing. So we'll claim them. Uh, no, but hang on, wait, uh, wait. So wait, 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 wait. So 
which part of Italy are we talking about here? I'm I'm guessing somewhere near Palermo at this point, but go on. Who, uh, where where is it? Up uh, just outside of Milan. Really? That's one of my yeah. favorite places in Italy. Okay. See. All right. I just, so there. Now, you can. So what's Trent there. going on about? I mean, he's why is Trent getting involved in this argument? Because Trent. He even grows Piedmontese beef. That's what I was going to so say. I, at some point, he'll be calling me, asking me if I can pick up a few straws of semen of some Piedmontese that he's mm. found. Yeah. No, over there. I, I don't have to. to. I, bring have, him I have Diego oh, Barrow stone. Wait, wait, wait. Trent, Jay Tripp, when are you going to that part of Italy? This is getting a bit worrying now. When are you going there? Well, we'll see. Um, what the, we planned on being there this summer, but again, family uh, health matters kind of are dictating everything in our schedule at this point. Uh, okay, because yeah. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there at the end of August, mm. beginning of September. Is that an annual trip for you? Because we could, he was, we could he make was just that there. work. He was just there like a month ago or something. I know, but see, Andrew vacations all the time. I, I take a vacation. <laughs> I work all I the time. Been, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. When I was in Italy last time, I was doing work. Actually, the last two times I've been in Italy, I've been doing work. This time, I will be on vacation. I'm taking my wife to Italy, to Portofino, as the, uh, uh, which is a, an amazing place in Italy. And, I, and it's uh -huh. on the coast next to Genoa. But um, it's very close to Piedmont well, because I can be in Piedmont in half an hour from there. You you got nothing on me, Andrew. I'm taking my wife to Medora, North Dakota. I'll take that over Italy. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. Just do it in the summer. Yeah, well, you take her there during the winter, and she should probably leave. She you. won't go with me. Because it's really cold there in the wintertime. I rode a mule and a parade in Medora for a Christmas, uh, Cowboy Christmas. It was 20 below zero when I was riding oh, that mule. Goodness. I got so cold. No. I don't oh. want to burst your balloons, guys, but I'm going to ask you a question. Trent, how many times have you been to Italy? Zero. So how do you know that you're right in this? There, no, I, I, I am right because I have no desire to go to Italy. So I'm right. Or it doesn't matter. Well, you don't know how beautiful Italy is, though, do you? No, but I know how beautiful places in the United States are that I haven't been. Yeah. So I'm going to get to those. Okay. I yeah. have no desire I, to go uh, to Italy. I don't, I don't, I don't look at Italy necessarily as anything other than a place where we have family and and close friends and that and it is beautiful. That makes all the difference in the world to me, Jay. That's different. Yeah, but it is. Yeah, it is literally a beautiful place in the world. I think I've been all over the world. I'll tell you, and I'll tell you, there is. You'll have to, you'll have to go pretty, pretty high. You have a pretty high bar to beat uh, Northern Italy. It's stunningly beautiful. Yeah. Agreed. It really is. Agreed. See, this is great so, news, Andrew, so. because I'm not going to clog the transportation system. I'm not going to be in anybody's <laughs> no, way. No. I'm not going. You don't have to look through me to see the beauty. There's. This is a win-win for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's they would trend, love you, trend, though. Be, trend, actually, I think they could. They could probably get a few more people there if they made it a trend three zone. Is that what you're trying to? You're trying no, to make it no. They, listen, Andrew. Anyway, they would. They would love Trent in Italy. They I, would love I know, him. I know, but they, they really would. Yeah, but it's the perception. Yeah. If he, he has the wrong perception, then it's good to sort of sell it as a bad thing. But here, guys, listen. Turning things to a very important issue. 
In the last 24 hours, I've heard two things that have given me a lot of concern, and I wonder whether the two of you have heard these stories. One is that India have announced to the world that they're no longer going to export uh, rice to the rest of the world. Have you heard that story? Yep, I saw that. Yep. But the other is this so-called new variant of uh, of COVID that has appeared in Abu Dhabi, and some guys got it. Um, and this particular strain, which um, the only other way it can enter the 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 the, uh, the, the environment is through camels, believe it or not. Somebody in, in Abu Dhabi has got this disease and uh, the mortality rate is 36% or 38% in it. Now, the WHO, the World Health Organization, are flagging up these two issues as Armageddon. Are you aware that that seems to be what the next big scare story is going to be? It's going to be linked to famine and a disease that 36% of us are going to die from. No, nor does it concern me. I no, I would be more concerned concern. about what uh, gerrymandering is going on in Israel because it looks like a lot of nefarious activities finally being exposed. Okay, because I, I am worried about the, uh, the, the rice thing because I do think that that will domino into food shortages if that turns out to be accurate. Because from what I understand, 40% of their uh, of the food that's consumed in Africa and in the Far, eight, far East sort of emanates from uh, this market for rice. But that's really interesting, Andrew, because at this point, every single thing we've had as a, an epidemic or a problem has just ironically stayed out of Africa. It's it's every country other than Africa. I, I don't understand why Africa has been this little isolated bubble that doesn't get affected. No, no. Well, that's not it's not strictly true because South Africa uh, had the same issues that everybody else had. And you're right, though. It's interesting because they are probably the only nation that vaccinated anybody. But South Africa definitely had the same um, COVID uh, uh, attack in terms of their society no, as we the, there's plenty of attacks in south africa and it doesn't seem to be a virus that's the most deadly it's the attack of human on human yeah i understand that too they have that too but i'm just saying that i i i, I am a little bit concerned about india's um political reasons for doing this that because that this could really be a domino that's not a good one that's all i'm saying uh, we don't have time for this discussion because, but we should follow up, uh, as a roll route or a across the pond discussion tomorrow. Cause I, I wonder yeah, what is okay. the, what is the nutritional impact of withholding rice from the marketplace? Does it's not going to affect the US. I think it's, I think it's the carrier of all of the foods. That's the, that's the issue here. Rice in the Far East, when I've been there, seems to be the, the carrier of all of the food. So well, I can see why it's so. India controls about 40% or so of the world's rice shipments that move around. Yeah. Um, right. But they're, they're not unique. And uh, there are some people that can fill some of those gaps pretty quickly because they subsidize the crap out of rice production in India. 
And so it, it, it might actually be one of those good things for some parts of the country. Okay. And globe. that okay, well, is that, where I, we'll pick it up that. live tomorrow on Across the Pond. If you want to catch that, go to Beck.News, B-E-K.News at 6.30 a.m. Central Time for Andrew Henderson, Jay Truitt, I'm Trent Luce. All three of us not only reminding you that all roads lead to a rural route, but we're reminding you that we've gotten to this point in this representative republic because men and women have been willing to risk everything in the name of love of country and honor and oath to the Constitution. Make sure you find a way to say thank you to the veterans every chance you get. Roll out. See you tomorrow.